Act Five of Julius Caesar by William Shakespeare. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Julius Caesar by William Shakespeare. Act Five. Scene One. The Plains of Philippi. Enter Octavius, Antony, and their army. Now, Antony. Our hopes are answered. You said the enemy would not come down, but keep the hills and upper regions. It proves not so. Their battles are at hand. They mean to warn us at Philippi here, answering before we do demand of them. Tut! I am in their bosoms, and I know wherefore they do it. They could be content to visit other places, and come down with fearful bravery, thinking by this face to fasten in our thoughts that they have courage. But tis not so. Enter a messenger. Prepare you, generals. The enemy comes on in gallant show. Their bloody sign of battle is hung out, and something to be done immediately. Octavius, lead your battle softly on, upon the left hand of the even field. Upon the right hand I. Keep thou the left. Why do you cross me in this exigent? I do not cross you, but I will do so. March. Drum. Enter Brutus, Cassius, and their army, Lucilius, Tintinius, Messala, and others. They stand, and would have parley. Stand fast, Tintinius. We must out and talk. Mark Antony, shall we give sign of battle? No, Caesar, we will answer on their charge. Make forth. The generals would have some words. Stir not until the signal. Words before blows. Is it so, countrymen? Not that we love words better as you do. Good words are better than bad strokes, Octavius. In your bad strokes, Brutus, you give good words. Witness the hole you made in Caesar's heart, crying, Live long, hail Caesar. Antony, the posture of your blows are yet unknown, but for your words they rob the hyblebees and leave them honeyless. Not stingless, too. Oh, yes, and soundless, too. For you have stolen their buzzing, Antony and very wisely threat before you sting. Villains, you did not so, when your vile daggers hacked one another in the sides of Caesar. You showed your teeth like apes, and fawned like hounds, and bowed like bondmen, kissing Caesar's feet, whilst damned Casca, like a cur, behind struck Caesar on the neck. Oh, you flatterers! Flatterers! Now, Brutus, thank yourself. This tongue had not offended so to-day if Cassius might have ruled. Come, come the cause. If arguing made us sweat, the proof of it will turn to redder drops. Look, I draw a sword against conspirators. When think you that the sword goes up again? Never till Caesar's three-and-thirty wounds be well avenged, or till another Caesar have added slaughter to the sword of traitors. Caesar! Thou canst not die by traitors' hands, unless thou bringst them with thee. So I hope. I was not born to die on Brutus's sword. Oh, if thou wert the noblest of thy strain, young man, thou couldst not die more honorably. A peevish schoolboy worthless of such honor, joined with a masker and a reveller. Old Cassius still. Come, Antony, away. Defiance, traitors, hurl we in your teeth. If you dare fight today, come to the field. If not, 
when you have stomachs. Exeunt Octavius, Antony, and their army. Why now blow wind, swell billow, and swim bark? The storm is up, and all is on the hazard. Ho, oh, Lucilius, hark a word with you. Standing forth. My lord. Brutus and Lucilius converse apart. Messala. Standing forth. What says my general? Messala, this is my birthday, as this very day was Cassius born. Give me thy hand, Messala, be thou my witness that against my will, as Pompey was, am I compelled to sit upon one battle all our liberties. You know that I held Epicurus strong, and his opinion, now I change my mind, and partly credit things that do presage. Coming from Sardis on our former ensign, two mighty eagles fell, and there they perched, gorging and feeding from our soldiers' hands. Who to Philippi here consorted us? This morning they are fled away and gone. And in their steads do ravens, crows, and kites fly o'er our heads and downward look on us, as we were sickly prey. Their shadows seem a canopy most fatal, under which our army lies, ready to give up the ghost. Believe not so. But I believe it partly, for I am fresh of spirit and resolve to meet all perils very constantly. Even so, Lucilius. Now, most noble Brutus, the gods to-day stand friendly, that we may, lovers in peace, lead on our days to age. But since the affairs of men rest still uncertain, let's reason with the worst that may befall. If we do lose this battle, then is this the very last time we shall speak together. What are you then determined to do? Even by the rule of that philosophy by which I did blame Cato for the death which he did give himself, I know not how, but I do find it cowardly and vile, for fear of what might fall, so to prevent the time of life, arming myself with patience, to stay the providence of some high powers that govern us below. Then if we lose this battle, you are contented to be led in triumph through the streets of Rome? No, Cassius, no. Think not, thou noble Roman, that ever Brutus will go bound to Rome. He bears too great a mind. But this same day must end that work the Ides of March begun, and whether we shall meet again I know not. Therefore our everlasting farewell take. Forever, and forever farewell, Cassius. If we do meet again, why, we shall smile. If not, why then, this parting was well made. Forever and forever farewell, Brutus. If we do meet again, we'll smile indeed. If not, tis true this parting was well made. Why then, lead on. Oh, that a man might know the end of this day's business ere it come. But it sufficeth that the day will end, and then the end is known. Come, ho, away. Exeunt. Scene two. The same, the field of battle. Alarum. Enter Brutus and Messala. Ride, ride, Messala, ride, and give these bills unto the legions on the other side. Loud alarum. Let them set on at once for I perceive but gold demeanour in Octavius's wing, and sudden push 
gives them the overthrow. Ride, ride, Masala, let them all come down. Exeunt. Scene three. Another part of the field. Alarums. Enter Cassius and Tintinius. Oh, look, Tintinius, look, the villains fly. Myself have to mine own turned enemy. This ensign here of mine was turning back. I slew the coward and did take it from him. Oh, Cassius, Brutus gave the word too early, who, having some advantage in Octavius, took it too eagerly as soldiers fell to spoil, whilst we by Antony are all enclosed. Enter Pindarus. Fly further off, my lord, fly further off. Mark Antony is in your tents, my lord. Fly, therefore, noble Cassius, fly far off. This hill is far enough. Look, look, Tintinius, are those my tents where I perceive the fire? They are, my lord. Tintinius, if thou lovest me, mount thou my horse and hide thy spurs in him, till he have brought thee up to yonder troops, and here again, that I may rest assured whether yon troops are friend or enemy. I will be here again, even with a thought. Exit. Go, Pindarus, get higher on that hill. My sight was ever thick. Regard Tintinius, and tell me what thou noticed about the field. Pindarus ascends the hill. This day I breathed first. Time has come round, and where did I begin, there shall I end. My life has run his compass. Sirrah, what news? Above. Oh, my lord. What news? Above. Tintinius is enclosed round about with horsemen that make to him on the spur. Yet he spurs on. Now they are almost on him. Now, Tintinius, now some light. Oh, he lights too. He is taken. Shout. Ah! And hark! They shout for joy. Come down, behold no more. Oh, coward that I am to live so long, to see my best friend taken before my face. Pindarus descends. Come hither, sirrah. In Parthia did I take thee prisoner. And then I swore thee, saving of thy life, that whatsoever I did bid thee do, thou shouldst attempt it. Come now, keep thine oath. Now be a free man, and with this good sword that ran through Caesar's bowels, search this bosom. Stand not to answer. Here, take thou the hilts. And when my face is covered as tis now, guide thou the sword. Pindarus stabs him. Caesar, thou art revenged, even with the sword that killed thee. Dies. So I am free, yet would not so have been, durst I have done my will. O Cassius, Far from this country Pindarus shall run, where never Roman shall take note of him. Exit. Re-enter Tintinius with Messala. It is but change, Tintinius, for Octavius is overthrown by noble Brutus' power, as Cassius' legions are by Antony. These tidings will well comfort Cassius. Where did you leave him? All disconsolate, with Pindarus his bondman, on this hill. Is not that he that lies upon the ground? He lies not like the living. Oh, my heart. Is not that he? No. This was he, Messala. But Cassius is no more. O setting sun, as in thy red rays thou dost sink to-night, so in his red blood Cassius' day is set. The sun of Rome is set. Our day is gone. Clouds, dews, and dangers come. Our deeds are done. Mistrust of my success hath done this deed. Mistrust of good success hath done this deed. 
O hateful error, melancholy's child! Why dost thou show to the apt thoughts of men the things that are not? O error soon conceived, thou never comest unto a happy birth, but kills the mother that engendered thee. What? Pindarus! Where art thou, Pindarus? Seek him to Tinius, whilst I go to meet the noble Brutus, thrusting this report into his ears. I may say thrusting it, for piercing steel and darts envenomed shall be as welcome to the ears of Brutus as tidings of this sight. Hi you, Messala, and I will seek for Pindarus the while. Exit Messala. Why didst thou send me forth, brave Cassius? Did I not meet thy friends? And did not they put on my brows this wreath of victory, and bid me give it thee? Didst thou not hear their shouts? Alas, thou hast misconstrued everything. But hold thee, take this garland on thy brow. Thy Brutus bid me give it thee, and I will do his bidding. Brutus, come apace, and see how I regarded Caius Cassius. By your leave, gods, this is a Roman's part. Come, Cassius' sword, and find Titinius's heart. Kills himself. Alarum. Re-enter Messala with Brutus, Cato, Strato, Volumnius, and Lucilius. Where? Where, Messala, does his body lie? Lo, yonder, and Titinius mourning it. Tentenius's face is upward. He is slain. Oh, Julius Caesar, thou art mighty yet. Thy spirit walks abroad, and turns our swords in our own proper entrails. Low alarms. Brave Tentenius, look whether he have not crowned that Cassius. Are yet two Romans living such as these, the last of all the Romans, fare thee well. It is impossible that ever Rome should breed thy fellow. Friends, I owe more tears to this dead man than you shall see me pay. I shall find time, Cassius. I shall find time. Come, therefore, and to Thasos send his body. His funerals shall not be in our camp, lest it discomfort us. Lucilius, come, and come, young Cato, let us to the field. Labio and Flavius, set our battles on. Tis three o'clock, and Romans, yet ere night, we shall try fortune in a second fight. Exeunt. Scene four, another part of the field. Alarum. Enter fighting soldiers of both armies, then Brutus, Cato, Lucilius, and others. Yet, countrymen, oh, yet hold up your heads. What bastard does not? Who will go with me? I will proclaim my name about the field. I am the son of Marcus Cato, ho, a foe to tyrants and my country's friend. I am the son of Marcus Cato, ho. And I am Brutus, Marcus Brutus, I. Brutus, my country's friend, know me for Brutus. Exit. O young and noble Cato, art thou down? Why, now thou diest as bravely as Titinius, and mayst be honoured, being Cato's son. 
yield, or thou diest. Only I yield to die. There is so much that thou wilt kill me straight. Offering money. Kill Brutus and be honoured in his death. We must not, a noble prisoner. Room ho. Tell Antony Brutus is taken. I'll tell the news. Here comes the general. Enter Antony. Brutus is Tayen. Brutus is Tayen, my lord. Where is he? Safe, Antony. Brutus is safe enough. I dare assure thee that no enemy shall ever take alive the noble Brutus. The gods defend him from so great a shame. When you do find him, or alive or dead, he will be found like Brutus, like himself. This is not Brutus, friend, but I assure you a prize no less in worth. Keep this man safe. Give him all kindness. I had rather have such men my friends than enemies. Go on, and see whether Brutus be alive or dead, and bring us word unto Octavius's tent how everything is chanced. Exeunt. Scene five. Another part of the field. Enter Brutus, Dardanius, Clitus, Strato, and Volumnius. Come, poor remains of friends, rest on this rock. Statilius showed the torchlight, but, my lord, he came not back. He is Ortaean or slain. Sit thee down, Clitus. Slain is the word. It is a deed in fashion. Hark thee, Clitus. Whispers. Clitus. What, I, my lord? No, not for all the world. Peace, then, no words. I'll rather kill myself. Hark thee, Dardanius. Whispers. Shall I do such a deed? O Dardanius! O Clitus! What ill request did Brutus make to thee? To kill him, Clitus. Look, he meditates. Now is that noble vessel full of grief that it runs over even at his eyes. Come hither, good Volumnius. List a word. What says, my lord? Why, this, Volumnius, the ghost of Caesar hath appeared to me two several times by night, at Sardis once, and this last night here in Philippi fields. I know my hour is come. Not so, my lord. Nay, I am sure it is, Volumnius. Thou seest the world, Volumnius, how it goes. Our enemies have beat us to the pit. Low alarms. It is more worthy to leap in ourselves than tarry till they push us. Good Volumnius, thou knowst that we two went to school together. Even for that our love of old, I prithee, Hold thou my sword-hilts, whilst I run on it. That's not an office for a friend, my lord. Alarum still. Fly, fly, my lord. There is no tarrying here. Farewell to you, and you, and you, Volumnius. Strato, thou hast been all this while asleep. Farewell to thee too, Strato. Countrymen, my heart doth joy that yet in all my life I found no man but he was true to me. 
I shall have glory by this losing day, more than Octavius and Mark Antony, by this vile conquest, shall attain unto. So, fare you well at once, for Brutus's tongue hath almost ended his life's history. Night hangs upon mine eyes, my bones would rest, that have but laboured to attain this hour. Alarum. Cry within. Fly, fly, fly. Fly, my lord, fly! Hence I will follow. Exeunt Clytus, Dardanius, and Volumnius. I prithee, Strato, stay thou by thy lord. Thou art a fellow of a good respect. Thy life hath had some smatch of honour in it. Hold then my sword, and turn away thy face, while I do run upon it. Wilt thou, Strato? Give me your hand first. Fare you well, my lord. Farewell. Good, Strato. Runs on his sword. Caesar, now be still. I killed not thee with half so good a will. Dies. Alarum. Retreat. Enter Octavius, Antony, Messala, Lucilius, and the army. What man is that? My master's man. Strato, where is thy master? Free from the bondage you are in, Messala. The conquerors can but make a fire of him, for Brutus only overcame himself, and no man else hath honour by his death. So Brutus should be found. I thank thee, Brutus, that thou hast proved Lucilius saying true. All that served Brutus, I will entertain them. Fellow, wilt thou bestow thy time with me? I, if Messala will prefer me to you. Do so, good Messala. How died my master, Strato? I held the sword, and he did run on it. Octavius, then take him to follow thee, that did the latest service to my master. This was the noblest Roman of them all. All the conspirators, save only he, did that they did in envy of great Caesar. He only, in a general honest thought and common good to all, made one of them. His life was gentle, and the elements so mixed in him, that nature might stand up and say to all the world, This was a man. According to his virtue, let us use him with all respect and rites of burial. Within my tent his bones to-night shall lie, most like a soldier ordered honorably. So call the field to rest, and let's away to part the glories of this happy day. Exeunt. End of Act Five. End of Julius Caesar by William Shakespeare